0: Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabriel Mazar. On today's episode, Gabrielle interviews Joseph Everett, transformational and life coach with My Mind Evolution. Joseph helps you to gain clarity, not only to help you ask the right questions, but to help you figure out your next step with whatever you're struggling with. And now, here's your host, personal trainer and stretch therapist, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabriel Mazar.
1: Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Rule People. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar. And on today's episode, I have Joseph Everett here today from My Mind Evolution. Welcome, Joseph.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me today.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, We are going to talk about you as a transformational and dream builder coach and what exactly it is that you do to help people. So um, give me a little bit of background about you and how you got into what it is that you do.
2: Okay. Um, My name is Joseph Everett. I'm a certified health practitioner and master health practitioner um, of six different uh, therapy strategies of transformation, and um, I'm also a uh, certified dream builders coach of the Brave Thinking Institute. Um, what brought me into this field and in and this line of work is the universe kept speaking to me. Throughout my whole entire life, I've always been that type of person where people would always come to for advice. People would, you know, I would always be extending myself to help people. But it was just, you know, just genuinely me, my heart, who I am. I never looked at it as from a professional um, standpoint. Um, and, and it wasn't until the last few years where, you know, I said, well, you know, people kept saying, how come you're not a coach? How come you're not a coach? So I I had to really lean into that and start paying attention to that. Like, why was this constantly coming to me? Right. And it was the it was the language that was being spoken to me that a lot of us have these languages, language that's being spoken to us. And we never acknowledge we never pay attention to it. We never listen to it. But the universe is constantly speaking to you to help guide you in the direction of your purpose, right? And so I, I like to say, the purpose of my life is always present, but I wasn't always present within my purpose. And that is a true statement because, you know, you look at it from this perspective, it would always show up in unique ways, it would show up through relationships. It would show up through casual conversations, being in the right or wrong place within the timing of the universe. And I would always seem to find myself asking this question over and over again. Why? Why do I keep finding myself in these random conversations with strangers? Why do people keep coming to me looking for advice? Why do I keep finding myself being the only one walking away from these relationships heartbroken? It, it just didn't make sense to me why, but something inside of me knew and was aware of what was happening. So I had to regroup myself and, and think about why this was happening, why this, why this kept going on. Because it didn't dawn on me, I was too caught up in my current circumstances and situations to see why.
1: Right, which is and, very easy to do. <laughs> I think in everyday life you get very caught up in the the day to days of of the, what's happening to to realize what's what's really going on in, in in your mind and in your head and what you should be doing. So yeah, I mean that's it's very easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: you know. Mm-hmm. But see, it, it wasn't until I started asking what was when my awareness awoke. And and, and there it was, you know, just, just waiting to welcome me with open arms, My my purpose. And from that moment on, I decided to lean into the side of me that wanted to win. And by doing that, I'm now embracing, you know, my purpose, what I'm supposed to be doing as, as a life coach. And I love helping people. So I took it further and I started educating myself. I started getting certified in, in, in different strategies of transformation. And, um, it, it went from one stage to the next, you know, um, once I completed those certifications, you know, the universe was saying to me, well, what are you going to do next? Right. <laughs> and so I had to think about, okay, well, yeah, you're right. What, what am I going to do next? How, how am I going to implement this? And it wasn't until I was scrolling through social media and I came across an advertisement about the dream builders program and instantly I fell in love with it, but it wasn't the program that I fell in love with first. It was the delivery of this tiny elderly woman by the name of Mary Morrissey, who was telling me about the Dream Builders program. And I connected with her and I said, you know what? I'm gonna investigate this. I'm gonna look further into it and see what it's about. And I went to one of her her live uh, virtuals um, and you know, the rest is history. You know, I, I instantly I knew that this was what I wanted because it was bringing value to people and it was helping me understand you know the different components within the science of language you know th- there is a language for success and once people are able to embrace this language of success they will begin to start to evolve and receive the abundance that they should be receiving within their lives
1: So before you get into the science of language, I want you to explain what it is that you as a transformational and life coach does uh, with your clients. What is it that a transformational life coach does?
2: Okay, what I do is I help you define clarity within your life. I help you ask quality questions and get answers. I help you find the results that you are looking for within your life you know um i have clients that want want to be entrepreneurs so i help them build their business i i am i am very well diverse in helping people build their business because i've owned different businesses over the course of my life Um, two of my businesses i still have um and so I have that knowledge of how to structure the administration and putting together your company and so forth. But then on, on top of that, I help, you know, uh, my clients with maybe, you know, there's something going on in in your marriage that you can't seem to figure out. There's a language that's going on within between you and your partner that you two is just bumping heads. You're not, you're not getting there. Right? So I, I, I come in as like a mediator. Right. And, and I help both sides see the other side so that they can meet in the middle, because what is important is the communication mm-hmm. that you have between one another, because you got married for a reason. Love brought you together, you know, and if you're starting to stray away from that, you just all of the answers is right there. You see it. But circumstances and situations have ways of getting in the way. So so those distractions and those dissuasions, you know, tend to lead you away from where you need to be. And that's communicating.
1: Right. So what is the difference between what you do as a transformational coach and what the Dream Builders program is?
2: Um, th- there isn't much of a difference. Okay. The Dream Builders program is, is a is a extra tool that okay. helps helps me. Help you.
1: All right. So, like creating focus, uh, helping to create focus, or helping you to kind of achieve goals. um, Maybe managing uh, time and and time management and goal management. Maybe focusing on on what you really want and and need out of yourself or out of life.
2: Correct. It, yeah. It's clarity at the at the bottom line is having clarity. OK, a lot of us tend to walk around and we we don't have clarity in, in what the next step is or we, we have fear. So, you know, the Dream Builders program, you know, help you with your mindset, understanding that you we all need to learn how to befriend your fear, you know, and and, and fear is going to always be there. Right. But we have to also learn how to acknowledge the fear and through befriending, befriending that fear, we tell that fear, listen, I know you exist. I know you are there. Right. But I'm going to even though you don't want me to do this right now, I need to learn from this situation. I need to I need this feedback. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as failure. There's always feedback. So you know, a lot of us tend to, you know, look at failure and and associate it with fear and and we shut down. Right. Right. But we can't shut down. It's, It's not about shutting down. It's about getting back up and moving forward and not allowing ourselves to be deprived from the the learning experience sure the, i
1: think the misconception about failure is that failure is just a step in the right direction i mean you have to fail dozens of times before you succeed you know not, absolutely n- entrepreneurs definitely don't succeed 100 percent of the time they fail 99 percent of the time it's that one one percent that that makes it you know it's like that that little cartoon with the guy that's Chipping away chipping away to try to get to that diamond and that guy gives up You know The one guy gives up where the other guy keeps going and reaches the diamond, you know So it's absolutely I I think that you have that uh, People have a lot of fear of failure But failure is a tool in the toolbox to teach you what not to do or how to adjust and pivot and change to create Success in the future, or to create a better system or program to to do something better next time.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's the feedback that allows you to calibrate.
1: Right, right, exactly. right. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: So so I, I I take it from the perspective of you know like like babies, right? When babies become walkers, right? That baby, no matter what. If it wants to walk, it's going to get up and start walking. No matter how many times it falls down, it focuses on what its eyes is on, get up and take a couple of steps. It'll fall, it'll get right back up and take a couple of steps. But something happened to us as adults that we stopped giving ourselves permission to fall. Yeah, you it's, see, it, fear. <laughs> it, it it's it's the fear, but but. But we have to. We have to embrace that. We have to tell that fear, "Hey, listen, get in the back seat. I'm gonna drive the car. I want you to come with me. I'm gonna use you as an alert system. Mm-hmm. You know. But I want you to. I want you to ride with me. You know. And, and be and be there. Be be part of my support factor. But I'm still gonna do this anyways. I know. I know. Thanks for the warning. <laughs> you tell your fear. Thanks for the warning. I'm still going to do it because I need to learn what's going to happen. What are the results that are going to happen by me doing this?
1: Right. Yeah. So tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about what the secret of language is in terms of, of what you teach.
2: The, the science of language. Or science of language. Sorry. Not the secret. Yes. The, no, that's fine.
1: Same thing. The science.
2: <laughs> it's the same thing. Absolutely. <laughs> The the science of language is all around us. Right. Right. And it's not just verbal. Although, you know, when we hear about language, we tend to, you know, put it in our mindset that it's it's just verbal. But everything has a language code written inside of it. The way someone does their hair the way someone may may put a frown on their face their body posture um you know you you can always tell when someone is having a bad day if you're just paying attention to the language of their body right so so it's all about being able to translate the language that's all around us so that we can all better communicate like for Instance, I'm gonna give you an example. You may say something to me, and I may say in my mind, I know what that means, but I really don't know what it means. Only you know what it meant, right? And the only way for me to know what you truly meant is to ask you, What did you mean? So there's clarity in that communication to be able to translate that and so that there is there is no 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 boundary that uh, of misunderstanding right because i can easily walk away and and take what you said to me and put my own meaning to it and walk away and have a the wrong perspective it's all about perspectives and and, and the wrong concept I you think, see but yeah. if i
1: I think the best way to describe that is like through a text message or email conversation because if you let's say you get a text message and it's got an exclamation point or it doesn't have a period or it's in big bold letters or whatever it is you immediately put your perspective of how you feel into the words of whatever that person is saying when you really have no idea what that person meant, how that person meant it, why they wrote it that way, what they wrote it, you know, what they were feeling. And I think that it's 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 so telling because like through the written word, it has its meaning, mm. but conceptually, what you think could be completely different than what the other person is meaning. So it's interesting that that you say it that way because you're right. When you're in front of a person, you can see their body language. You can see if they're smiling or frowning or angry or or furrowing their brow or shrugging their shoulders or you know, whatever face they're making, however they're sitting, if their arms are crossed, then there's body language there. But, you know, I think today in our society, we just don't have that connection of that science of language that we once had. So yes. it's, it's interesting you say that. So asking somebody, "What do you mean?" is kind of a foreign concept, you know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. but it's, but it shouldn't be. It, and so this is what I want to teach people how to get back to it shouldn't be a foreign concept it should be a common concept it should be a concept that we should all be able to translate to communicate better
1: yeah i i agree i think communication has has changed a lot i think even just in the last 10 years <clears throat> you know just with the development of social media with the you know tv and Internet and cell phones. I mean, gosh, 20 years ago, cell phone text message, what was the text message? You know, <laughs> IMs Correct. were IMs and AOL. God, it was so slow. It was like <laughs> just a totally different world 20 years ago. And now we're seeing things so very, very different. And you're, it should not be foreign. It should be something because it would help to create different relationships with friendships, with marriages, with co-workers, with your boss, and really in any situation to help develop that in just a different way. And I think we all see how that has all changed in every situation in life. Even just going to the grocery store and talking to a cashier or how we talk to somebody or talk to somebody that we don't know on the internet. And the words mm. we say to them, things that we would never say to somebody's face, mm. that we allow ourselves to say to an anonymous person online. Mm. But right, I mean, mm-hmm. the the hateful, mean, angry things that are said that never in a million years would you walk up to somebody in person and say that to, right?
2: Exactly. Exactly. But,
1: yeah. You so know, it's it- it, it's, it, it's interesting. It's definitely interesting that, that it's something we have to think about.
2: (laughs) Right. So it's all about raising your awareness. And that's, that's my goal is to, to achieve is to help everyone raise their awareness, raise their vibrations of positivity. We need a lot, a lot more of that, you know, negativity is running rampant and that's because the disconnection of communication.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, tell me a little bit about the credit behavior program that you do, what is that all about?
2: Well, what, what I like to do is, you know, I educate myself and as I educate myself, I educate others, right? You know, um, because credit is, is the new way. It, it, it really is, you know, it, it, it allows people to gain, you know, financial freedom, you can gain financial freedom through credit because the, the whole world is is, is shifting. and there's, we all have to pay attention to that. You know, with the crypto that's going on, you know, and you know you can't, you can't do anything without having good credit, right? So what I do is I, I help people understand the, the algorithm that is associated with the bureaus and, and and how the whole credit thing works right there's a certain behavior a certain way that you are supposed to perform in order to have good credit you know a lot so it's, of people so
1: you're literally helping people get good credit like like with credit bureaus oh absolutely okay. got it absolutely <laughs> okay okay <laughs>
2: Absolutely, I, I'm I'm helping you improve your credit scores, and I'm helping you, you know, um, get the loans that you would wouldn't normally be able to get. Okay, you know, um, and, and and I my success rate with that is is really good. You know, um, you know, and I and I educate people because uh, you know a lot of people don't really understand that the credit bureaus is is not part of the federal government. It's a right. private entity. Yep. You know,
1: and they want you and, to spend money
2: and they want you to <laughs> spend money. But you know, those private entities also are, are bounded by strict laws that the government places over them, you know, and if you don't know those laws and then you don't know how to properly dispute You know, whatever you see wrong on your reports, then, you know, they're just going to increase, you know, on giving you these derogatory marks on on your report because you're not you're not doing anything. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. and you're not addressing them right. So the goal and the key is to show the bureaus your own your own one. Your main goal is to show the bureaus that. You are more organized than they are, cause they're not organized. Yeah, they they yeah. they're just not. And so, if you have this knowledge and you have this understanding, you'll be able to successfully dispute, get things removed off your reports, get your scores where they're supposed to be, and then start going to get the things that you want to have, you know, and get that financial freedom.
1: Yeah. Um. So I. Want you to tell my listeners a success story of one of your personal transformational um, clients?
2: Okay, I have uh, a couple. I got you have wh- a
1: couple of a couple of good ones.
2: Absolutely. Um, one of my favorites is um, this. I have this kid who was twenty six years old, and he. Was a, uh, a um, certified technician at Mercedes Benz, and you know I was a customer at Mercedes Benz, and I would go there, and I would see this kid, and this kid you could you could tell that he loved what he was doing. You didn't have to ask him for help. If if you looked like you needed help, he'll come and help you. That's how he and I met, I, you know, I I was, you know, dressed up pretty nice. It was raining and I was changing the the wipers on my car. And he says, oh, no, 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 you don't do that. Let me do it. I'm, I'm dirty enough to do that. I, I'll take care of that for you. So he just came over and helped me. And so, we, you know, we started having a conversation. And each time I went by there, I would see him. And, you know, his 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 demeanor was was his language that I was reading from him was was telling me there was something going on there. So I, I approached him and I said, you know, tell me what's going on with you. Are you happy here? He says, well, I love what I do, but I'm restricted. I can't give the people the value that I want to give them because I'm bound by what I have to be bounded to as an employee here. So I can't give them the value that I want to give them. I said, well, you know, what do you want to do about that? Have you, have you thought about, you know, doing, you know, your own thing? He said, yeah, but you know, it's, it's, you know, it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. And, you know, so he already, he was just taking his stuff out of the game. He was throwing all of these doubts and so forth. And so he just didn't have the courage to, to take that step mm-hmm. and, he didn't have the knowledge of how to put together his own business. So I offered him to a clarity session and, and so that I could introduce him to my dream builders program and take him through an official, you know, example of what he would be receiving through the dream builders program. And he signed up and you know, um, it, the dream builders is a 90 day program. So, when he when he came in, we went right to work. And um, within the first two months, he said, um, Joe, you know, I think I'm, I'm ready to, you know, put in my notice. I said, well, you, you got to lean into that. You got to notice what you notice and listen to the language that you're speaking to yourself. If you think you should, then go for it. I'm here to support you. So he did. And before his 30 days was up, you know, he um, started going to work. And what we did when he came into the program, we started structuring what he wanted to do for a business. And we built a mobile repair shop for Mercedes Benz. And he was able to, I helped him with his credit. He got his credit straight. He was able to buy a Sprinter van. He got the van. He, you know, he, you know, decked it out with, with his logo and he branded it and everything. And, you know, um, he started working and business started coming in. He says, Joe, you know what? This is getting really busy for me. I, I, I don't know. I, I might have to get a location. I said, well, listen, you got to listen to the language that, that you're speaking to yourself. You got to communicate with yourself and pay attention to that. If that's what you think you should do, then I think you should do it. He says, are you sure? I said, listen, you're going to be fine. <laughs> Your business is already taken off and you haven't even, you know, uh, uh, um, completed and ended off the job where you're working at. So he says, all right. And I said, listen, here's what you do. Just, just go look for a place. Just look for a place. You don't have to get a place just yet. Just look for a place. A couple days later, he says, Joe, you know what? I'm glad I listened to you. I found the perfect place. I said, so what do you think is the next step? He said, I think I want to do it. I said, go for it. He got the place. And before his 30 days was up at, at Mercedes, he had to just stop working at Mercedes because he just got so busy. You know, um, you know, he followed everything that I told him to do. And it, it worked to a letter, to a T. And two months later, after he you know, started running his business, he went on vacation. I said, What why are you going on vacation already? You just started working. He says, You don't understand. I made so much money. I said, Yeah, I understand that. But you know what? If that's what's gonna make you happy, go ahead and go on that vacation because you well deserve it. He said, My business is not going anywhere. I got I got bookings for the next couple of months. I'm gonna be fine. I just I need to take this vacation. I said, Go ahead and do it. My job was to encourage him to take the steps that he wouldn't normally take, and help him understand the process of what it is to be a business owner and how to structure his business to be successful. And here we are, you know, um, six hundred three MTech and Services is is here. You know, um, you know, he's one of my main stories on on my website. You know, there's a testimonial of him there you know, telling about how he's so grateful that he found me and started his own business. And and I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud of that because he was able to to not only go through the Dream Builders program and receive the results that he was looking for, but his business is thriving and very successful.
1: That's fantastic. I think that's I think there's a lot of people out there that kind of need that encouragement and that push to to do something that they love. I, I it it's very hard. It's very hard. It well, well being see, a listen to the language that's very you, hard.
2: Right. But it it, it can be. Yes. It can yeah. be. It can be. But we also have to pay attention to the language that we speak. Yeah. You know, like like what you just spoke, is very hard. When we say things like that to ourselves, yeah. right? It's going to be hard. Yeah. Because we're we're taking ourselves out of the equation.
1: Yeah. But you know what? The thing is, is that it's hard not to do it also.
2: Absolutely.
1: So being unhappy in what you're doing is just as hard as pushing yourself to do something that you love to do and putting the work into something that you will really take ownership of and have the pride of knowing that you did everything to create something is a completely different entity all on its own. So Absolutely. You're right. It is it's the language of it, but you know, it's 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 like they say like going to work for someone else is hard, but working for yourself is hard. And working for yourself and not having benefits sucks but not having the freedom to go on vacation when i want sucks you
2: know <laughs> absolutely two
1: so, in one hand doesn't in the other it's you know you got to give up you ha- it's a give and take you have to give up something to get something and and you know there there's there's a lot to be said for having someone there to coach you and to encourage you and to to say, like, you're gonna be fine. You can do this. Take this step. I got your back. I'll be here. You know, I, I believe in you. And that means it means everything in the world, because when you have everybody saying, I don't know. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know if you can do this. Oh, you know, oh, it's really hard. It's really risky. It's like, is it really risky? Should I do this? I know it's a lot of money. And then you don't want to do it because it is. It's that fear. It's really scary. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of stress. But so is everything else. You know,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. And, Definitely. you know, you, you you hit it right on the head. It's it's all about the belief. Right. It, it's all about having surrounding yourself with with people that believe in what you're doing, that believes in you. Right. You know, when, when you have a lot of people that don't share your belief, it's going to deter you. Mm-hmm. Right. So what you do, you, you surround yourself with what I like to call partners in belief right you when you surround yourself with all of these people these partners in belief even when you are down on your belief you have these people that believe in you that you can you know be, you know you connect to their belief yeah. right Rave, and,
1: raving fans
2: correct so you're so, raving so, so fans. you so, Absolutely. You lean into their belief when you're down on your belief, lean into their belief because it's going to give you the energy that you need for your belief to match and yep. be where it's supposed to be. Exactly. Right. So. So, yeah, absolutely. And 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 me personally, that's what I like to call everyone that I work with that that we become partners in belief because i believe in you i believe that there is a there, there is a greater power within each and every one of us that we need to a- exploit and bring that power out within ourselves you know and and without us being able to reach into that power within ourselves we we're, we're not giving ourselves the energy that that we deserve to have
1: absolutely absolutely so you have um, a program that you have created on your own. Uh, why mm-hmm. don't you tell us a little bit about that?
2: It's called Tempering Vibrations, and um, you know that that exercise. It's an exercise, um, and it it all it's all derived off of Mind Evolution. Mind Evolution is an acronym of me. <laughs> because that's where where it all starts and begins with it begins with me
1: that's right and
2: and and, (laughs) not with you
1: with me (laughs) with
2: with me you know what I mean yes I mean you yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know and so when we when we lean into that when we lean into you know tempering our self empowerment our self help our self energy um, and, and, and temper our vibrations. We, we raise our ability to, you know, live out our day as positive as possible. You know, th- there, there will be nothing throughout the course of the day that's going to take us off track. Yes, you know, we all are spiritual beings living a human experience. And within our human experience, You know, there are dissuasions, there are distractions that 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 come in the way. But when you are exercising through tempering your vibrations, it it allows you to hone back into that energy to give that energy back to yourself. So, you know, it, it starts out, you know, with with, you know, you discovering and 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 finding out where you are placed within your unconsciousness. So the exercise is designed to have begin to have a live conversation with you and understanding that all of our fears and limiting beliefs and self-sabotaging behaviors, procrastination, you know, things that are high up on the emotional feeling scale, they're all living inside of our unconsciousness. Right. And how many, how many times have you have found yourself saying, why did I just do that?
1: Uh, probably a lot,
2: <laughs> a lot. Right. Well, see the exercise help, help you release your me from your unconsciousness because it is your unconsciousness that puts you under autopilot. Right. Your unconsciousness. They we always talk about our consciousness and our subconsciousness. Right. And not put much emphasis on the unconsciousness. Why? Because the unconsciousness is meant to be like a ninja, like in, in, in the dark. You know, it it is dormanted. You don't know it's there. You know, but it always comes out. And this is why we find ourselves asking those questions. Why did that just happen? Or, you know, you find yourself tired as I don't know what. And you made it home and you don't even know how you made it home. Your unconsciousness took over and, and it, it made sure it got you home safely. So we have to understand that. And we have to understand where we are in place of our me, where our me exists, because your me is the bridge from your unconsciousness to your consciousness. A lot of the times, you know, when growing up, we're always told, stop saying me all the time. You know, when, when someone's saying me, 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 the, the, you know, the elders will tell you, don't, don't say me all the time. And they put a negative stigma on that, right? So what happens to your me? Your me goes into your unconsciousness with all of those limiting beliefs, those fears and so forth, where they all lie and, and, and dormant it inside of your unconsciousness and your subconsciousness is the trigger to the the unconsciousness because the subconsciousness is like the association right the association triggers and that association goes to the unconsciousness and says hey you know this bad experience is about to happen again you better come out here and take over because you know, I don't think I'm gonna be able to handle this. And so what your unconsciousness does is comes out and takes over so that and it's and it's it, it's a it's a protective uh you know um uh, mechanism it it, it it it's really there to make sure that you're not going to ever have that fear again. You're not going to go in that direction. It's to keep you out of harm's way, right? But we have to this is another way that we have to learn to befriend our fear. And and once we raise our awareness to all of these different things that are living in our unconsciousness that comes out randomly, we will we will be able to start taking control. We will all, always be aware. And when it starts to come up, we say, OK, I know what's getting ready to happen. So that's paying attention to the language. Now we're going back to the science of language. Right because these are languages that we have with ourself. When we understand the language that we actually speak and are able to translate that language, we will bring ourselves to a point where we're on top of our game at all times. You know, our energy is on high because the scale of vibrations we have to be at love, right? We have to be at love. So when we, when we fear something, we have to ask ourselves, well, what do I love? What do I love that's going to overcome this fear? What, 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 where can I put myself that is going to allow me to say, no, I'm not going to allow this to happen. So with the exercise, it goes through, uh, there's a first stage where we find your me we find how many levels inside of your unconsciousness is your me buried. And then once we recognize and find it, we now pull that out into the consciousness and, and put it into the now because there is no greater place to be than in within the now. And so once we pull that out, we then have a pep talk and, and the, the, Exercise is, is developed around association because association is at the highest peak of all of our learning ability. You know, when we learn how to read as children, we learn through association. There was a picture and there was a word and we, we look at the picture and then we would learn the word through association with the picture. Mm-hmm. Or with the blocks, we, you know, we, we learn through the the squares, go with the squares. Everything, and to the... To, this very day right now, we still learn through association. Association is always going to be high on the scale of your learning ability. So the exercise is built around association. And so when I say we go the next stage, next stage from finding your me is the pep talk. The pep talk Again, the association to pep talk is, oh, he's going to give me this big speech. He's going to he's going to cheer me up or whatever. No, I'm not going to do that. You're going to do it yourself and you're going to do it through positive, empowering and present way of speaking to yourself. And when you get to the present way of speaking, you replace that with me because there's nothing more in the now or present than me. So when we begin to empower ourselves, when we begin to start and begin to talk positive and empowering to our me, we, we begin to temper our vibrations because that energy that we're given that empowerment that we're giving ourselves through this, through this pep talk is allowing us to feel really good about ourselves. And then we ended off with, with, with a gratitude right? And, Mm -hmm. and, and I, you know, the, the exercise with my exercise is not like a normal gratitude journal. You, my exercise, it's a gratitude journal that you keep over the course of 14 days. That's perpetual. So at the end of the 14 days, so each day you would keep a minimum of three gratitudes and you write those gratitude down and you, you don't even look at them again. And, and, at the end of 14 days, then you go back over the last 14 days of gratitudes, and you you start to read and revisit those gratitudes and see which ones really stands out to you the most, right? And the ones that stand out to you the most, those are your manifestations. Those are the ones that the universe came in and answered. The universe is always on 24-7 alert. It, it always answers, no matter what right but the ones that that you connect with that stands out to you those are the ones that the universe actually came in and took action for you so you take those those ones that stand out to you and you re- de- recycle the 14 days of your gratitude right so you you start out with those ones that stand out because you don't want to break the energy you don't want to break the vibration you have a vibration that has sparked yeah and you want to keep that vibration going and and this is this is a less than 5 minutes a day exercise
1: yeah well, that's all it takes you know that's i mean that's same all with meditation takes. same with you know mindfulness same with um uh, writing your uh what's it called your aspirations or whatever Asp- um, yeah. Affirmations. affirmations. Yeah. I uh-huh. mean, it's just a few minutes a day. It, it's, it makes a huge difference, it makes a huge yep. difference. And, and it's, it's like you said, in that 14 day period, you, you'll, <clears throat> you will see and find that pattern of Correct. consistency and find that pattern that takes you to reaching those goals or reaching that mindfulness and, and uh, that me, <laughs> that me. me, absolutely. Out.
2: Absolutely. Right. Here we grow. Here we grow. <laughs> and, sure. You know, and so with with, with the pep talk, I, I developed, you know, um, principles and affirmations that go with it. And I would like to run through it, you know, if, if I can. Sure. Um, so so the principles in the pep talk, it starts out with I focus to raise the awareness of me. I learn to increase the growth of me. I pay attention to the vibrations within me. I play by the rules to build a better life for me. I evolve to stay ahead of the game with me. Here we grow. I am so grateful that I am a partner in the belief in me. I am the highest authority of me My mind evolution begins with me. I am willing to raise the awareness of me, embrace my longings and discontent, and commit to challenge me to be a better me. I am the power source of me. Here we grow.
1: Fantastic. I love it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing today. Um, I think you gave us some really, really, really great information. Uh, Your website is MyMindEvolution.com. So if uh, anybody's looking to grow or transform or needs a life coach, uh, you can contact Joseph through his uh, website at mymindevolution.com. So thank you so much for coming on today and sharing everything. I love it. I love your, uh, I love your enthusiasm and I love your success story. I think that is such a great success story. Uh, I think we could all use a little bit of uh, positivity in our lives. So thank you. And uh, thanks for coming on.
2: Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I am so honored. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank Thank you
1: so much, everyone, for listening. And uh, we will see you all next time.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Fit Minute Podcast, fitness for real people, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. If you would like more information on today's episode, you can find it in the show notes, or you can find it on Gabrielle's website at www.healthybodyworksaz.com. Be sure to share the show, give this podcast a review, and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Join us next week to hear more stories from people just like you. This has been the Fit Minute Podcast,
1: Fitness for Real People with Gabrielle Mazar.